Here we go. All right, today's Davos Dap Nurches, page 58 in the Heligim Meseches Kedushin. And we are on Daf Nunches. We're up to a incident beginning with Ashkechinhu, which is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine lines from the top of Nunches Amar Aleph. Ashkechinhu, he found. All right? Now let's just remind ourselves what we're going through. Our Mishnah had told us that if a man marries a woman using using an animal that does not have Kedusha, shechted in the place of the Beis HaMikdash, which is forbidden to do. But is it forbidden to benefit from? Now, the difference is going to be, if it's forbidden to do, but permitted to benefit from, why can't I marry a woman with it? She could use it and benefit from it. But if it's forbidden to benefit from, I haven't given her anything. So, our Mishnah says... A chulin, an animal that does not have holiness shechted inside the Beis HaMikdash, is forbidden to benefit and it's not a valid marriage. We're going to see from over here, from this Gemara, that there's an opinion otherwise. Ashkechinu Mar Yehuda Rav Yosef. Mar Yehuda found Rav Yosef. Ul Rav Shmuel, Braid Rav Arbachana. And he also found Rav Shmuel, the son of Rav Arbachana. Okay, so Mar Yehuda is there. And he sees Rabbi Yosef and Rav Shmuel. They're standing at the entrance of Rabbah's yeshiva. Omar Luhu, and he says, Tani, we to the Braisa. Somebody gets married, wants to get married with Petr Hamar, with the Kedusha of, fir, of a, the whole, with the firstborn donkey, which has holiness, or Bebasar Bechalov, or with meat and milk. Rav Shimon says it's going to be Mekudashas, it is a valid marriage. Okay. Now Rav Shimon's of the opinion that in all these cases, even though it's forbidden to eat, it's permitted to benefit from. So Rav Shimon's obviously holding over here the same thing's true by Chulun Shanishchatu Bazar. Chum say, nope, they, they say like our Mishnah. It's not a valid marriage. You see that Chul and Shach Nazar is not a biblical transgression. But one second, I'll ask you a contradiction on Rabbi Shimon's opinion. Rabbi Shimon, I met Rabbi Shimon says, Chul and Shach Nazar Yisarfu. If you have Chul and you have an animal that does not have holiness, Shachted in the holy place, Allah is Yisarfu. You have to burn it to make sure nobody ever benefits from it. If you have a chaya, an undomesticated animal that's shechted in Nazara, the same thing would hold true. You're obligated to burn it. Now, if you're obligated to burn it, this seems to imply you're not allowed to benefit from it. Now, this is a contradiction. Before he says you could. So, ishtiku. So they were quiet. Mar Yehuda asked them this contradiction. And Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Shmuel were quiet. Meaning they didn't know what to do with this contradiction in Rabbi Shimon's opinion. Also, the rabbis, they came in front of Rabbah, because again, they, Rabbah was the Rashiva, they were standing at the entrance of Rabbah's Yeshiva. So they came to Rabbah, Omar Lahu. <coughs> he said to them, Pago Okminchu, um, that uh, you've been, we'll call it upended, by somebody who's just trying to cause discord. Which means you don't need to be worried about this contradiction, it's really not a contradiction. We're, uh, we're dealing with a case where the chulin turned out to be a treifa. So what? If it turned out that afterwards it had some sort of 
wound or blemish causing it to to uh, be ineligible as a sacrifice. So meaning like this. Where does Rabbi Shimon say Chulun Shishlu Bazar is forbidden to benefit? That's what he taka shechta. Chulun Shishlu Bazar, a standard case. Over here, when it's found to be a treifa, it's not considered your standard case of Chulun Shishchadu Lazar, and that's where in this case you'll be permitted to benefit from it. Okay. Machram Bekidesh Bedmeim Megudeshes. If somebody, uh, somebody is machram, somebody who sells it. And marries with the money, the Allah is Mikudashas, it is uh, it is a valid marriage. Okay? Now, what's the case? So the end of the Mishnah is going describing where I have something that's forbidden to benefit from. It's forbidden to benefit from. Um, so I don't, but in I, I in a forbidden way, I sell it, and now I've got money in its place. Is that money forbidden to benefit from? So the Mishnah says. If you exchange it for money, again, you did a transgression, but the money itself, if you marry a woman with it, is going to be a valid marriage. Minolan, what's the source for such a thing? Says the Gemara, By idol worship, it says, It should be put in cherem, like it, Whatever you get from it, is going to be like it. Okay, meaning, you sell something for Rabbi Dezara, the money, or whatever goes in its place, is now considered by the Zari. Only by the Zari you have the strict law that when there's a transaction now, where uh, you know it's it's forbidden to use. But in other areas, something that's forbidden to use, and I transgress and I sell it, and I have money, and I it's now been transferred. That money is not forbidden to benefit from, and never would be a valid marriage. Says the Gemara Bnei with me now. Why don't we learn out from Avodah Zara that even when you sell something, anything afterwards is forbidden? These two cases are unique in that it's permit it's for it's forbidden to use whatever you've you've uh, put in its place. And since I have two places where it tells me it's forbidden to benefit, even when I put something in its place, I can't expand it. There is only by Shemitah and by Abayd Zara. Says the Gemara, Abayd Zkechav Mahadamar. We explained there's a source by Abayd Zkechav and by Yisachirim Kamayu. Yeah, anything that's a cherem should be like it. Yeah, anything that's in its place is like it. Same way you can't benefit from Abayd Zara. You can't benefit from the money either. Shvi Esmai. What do you see from Shemitah? Yoyvel he kaidesh tiyalachem. It's Yoyvel. It should be holy to you. Makadosh Taibes says Damav. Just like Kaidash, something that's holy, the Kedusha continues on to its value. So to Bashmita, anything that's paid for it also takes the, um, also the, uh, the Kedusha goes on to. And you cannot utilize it. It has all the holiness. Maybe, you know, when you are Mayo Behaptish, it loses its status of holiness. Maybe by Shemitah we should say the same thing. You know, it's holy fruit, but if you transgress Lamaisa, practically you should, it should lose its holiness. Tia means it's always like that. Ketzad. So, in what way? Somebody buys meat with fruit of Shemitah. 
So now the fruit of Shemitah has holiness. And the meat, which I use Shemitah fruit to purchase, also has Shemitah holiness. What if I then take the meat and I sell it for fish? So the meat now becomes mutter again, but the fish becomes Shemitah. Shemitah itself never changes. The original fruit of Shemitah, you cannot remove the, the Kedusha Shemitah. Once I go past that, though, anything else that's there due to a transaction, only the last one that the Kedusha was placed on is going to have the prohibitions of Shemitah. Honey, Chalaman, Damar, Emelamdin, says, Gemara, fine. You just told me, I have Shemitah telling me that when you put something in its place, the Kedush, it's forbidden to benefit. I have idolatry, where when I put something in its place, forbidden to benefit. So, only in these two cases you can't uh, benefit from that which has come in its place. But in all other cases, I could. Says the Gemara, that's according to the opinion that there's an opinion that says, even if in two places, we have the same halacha. I still should be able to expand it to other places. Therefore, we're back to our original question, which is, why don't I look at Shemitah and Avedas Kachavim? Look at these two halachas and say the same way the Torah forbids that which has been transacted onto, the same thing holds true in all other areas. What it says, Miut Eksibi. Because there's a Miut, which is a, a what's Miut? It's, li- it's, it's a limitation. It's limited. Which is written into the words. Only by Shemitah do we have the Salacha, but in uh, in other cases, in, in other cases, the Salacha does not apply. Okay, here we go. Sorry about that. Zot the mission of Eiter says the mission. Hamakadish betrumas you marry one with truma over meisus or meisim matonus or gifts of a uh, that are given to the kohen of a sacrifice. Mechatas and the uh, sprinkling waters over eferchatas the ashes of the paraduma harizu mikudashas. It's a valid marriage. Bafili Yisrael. This is true even if the person giving to her is Yisrael. See, in these cases, you could say, for example, the gifts of the priest. Maybe a Kayan, when he gives it, he's allowed to use it. So you can make use of it, but Yisrael can't. Even by Yisrael, it's okay. Amrulullah says, Taiba You should know that Taiba any benefit that you get, which is secondary, is not considered to be uh, mum, it's not considered to be uh, financial value. Uh, now, now, what would be an example of Taiba Sana? Taiba Sana is if you can't use the thing itself, but you have value in your control of it. So, even though you're not using a person, a person that's Sadaka money and it's you know, set aside, it's not theirs. There's a Taiba Sana to be the one who has the power to determine where the Tzedakah should go, where the Miser should go. That has value. Okay, so Eisvei, Rabbi Abba Lula, Rabbi asked challenging question to Lula. I'm a kaddish, but Shumas and Ma'aser Matanas b'Mi Chatas Mei for part of Reizim Mikudash. I feel Yisrael. You see, 
that it's a, a, it's a valid marriage, even by Yisrael. There's a quote from our Mishnah. So how can Ula say, Taiva Sana in a moment? These cases are Taiva Sana, Truman Miser. It's not yours. But since you have a right to determine which Kayan it goes to, which Levi it goes to, uh, so you have some sort of value that you're giving over. You're giving her the rights to hand out the Truma. It's a Chash of Azach. But the Gemara has a challenging question. Our Mishnah says you could be married with such a thing. Here it says you can't. Amar Lei. Ula says, We're dealing with the Yisrael, whose grandfather, who happened to be a Kayan, because it was his mother's father, left over uh, Tevo for him. And we hold, Even if it's not been separated, it's as if it's already considered separated, and uh, and therefore... Maybe we could explain that case to be dealing with a Yisrael. The original case was a uh, was a Kayin. Uh, okay. When you have the rights to give out tzedakah, let's say, do you put a financial value on that or not? Okay, having the one to be, have the right to oversee Truma Meiser. We said that that case is specifically dealing with a Yisrael who inherited his grandfather. Okay, now over here, since he inherited from his grandfather, he doesn't doesn't just have type of sana; he completely owns it. He got it from his Kayan grandfather. And therefore you have no proof about anything that has to do with Taiba Sanna. Top of Amr Bez, Amr Lay says to him, Hutsa'at, you are Hutsa. Okay? He called him Hutsa. Says the Gemara, Ichsif, he was embarrassed. Hutsa'var Mishmaitsa communally. He thought that um, Hutsa meant like he has no shaykhis. He doesn't understand anything. Amr Lay, no, let me explain. What does it mean you are Hutzel? You're saying like Rav Asi of Hutzel because Rav Asi does agree with you. Okay? And again, what do we want? What are you trying to figure out? Whether Taivas Hana, the, the rights to give out something or to oversee something, whether you put a financial, direct financial value on that. You got to pay the amount of tevel. Now, if you got to pay the amount of tevel, what does it say about the miser, though? Yeah, because there's always built into tevel. It's going to be trumas and miser. You don't need to pay back if somebody steals tevel. Ten percent of that could be miser. It's only paid the guy back ninety percent. Ten percent doesn't go back to him. It's not his. My lab the opinion which says you got to pay him back the total amount is because since he has Taivas and since he has the right to oversee the tzedakah, it's still considered his. Says Gemara Loi, that's not the Machlaikas, the Kuli Alma, Taivas and In a moment, everybody agrees that Taivas and is not considered, Mamad is not considered to have actual financial value. One says it's considered as if it is already. Separated and therefore you don't need to give him back the full value. It's not considered as if it's already separated, and therefore 
you'd have to pay back the um, the uh, entire amount. Everybody agrees it's already considered separated. Yet, the right to oversee the tzedakah or handing it out is not considered. You can't put an actual value on here. A piece of wheat, Paiteres Esakri, can cause, if you give him a little, little bit of wheat, that could potter up the entire Cree, the entire pile, from its Chiv to separate uh, Truma, because again, Truma doesn't have a specific amount, so as soon as they separate the, the smallest amount. Demar Isle de Shmuel, Umar Leslie de Shmuel, the Machlekes here is going to be whether or not we agree with Shmuel's opinion about the single grain uh, d- doing so much for us. Or if you want, you could say, really, we don't agree with Shmuel. The Rabbi, the consider Rabban the Ganav. Stam, Rabbi holds Rabban and want to knas the Ganav. Listen, you stole things, you stole Tevel, you stole $100 worth of produce. Yeah, 10 of it belonged to a Levi. You know, we're going to knas you the whole thing back. We'll find you. You got to give back the total amount. We get other approaches to cast the balabayas because why didn't you separate your tevel right away? Now it could be stolen? Nah, only pay back 90%, not the 10. Ah, I didn't separate nine of my rights. Yeah, you know what? You could have separated, you should have separated, you didn't separate. Your loss. It's fascinating, Machlaikas. Who's the onus? Of this problem on Is it on the original owner For letting this sit around Or is it on the Ganav Okay Tanah We learned in the Mishnah It's considered a valid marriage Even if you, you get married to another year For a minute less contradiction If somebody gets paid To give a din Don in betelim it's not a valid entire. You're not allowed. not let a charge in order to work on a case. It's considered. Uh, it's considered shaychad. Okay, it's considered bribery to be paid. I lost the place. I'm sorry. What if he takes money to testify? The hazais, the sprinkle, Lukadesh, Mema of Maimara. So we say the water is like uh, is like Maimara, okay? Which means we don't make it fit to be tival in, to be used. And your ashes are still considered uh push it to ashes. That you see, this is a problem. Because if if it loses its kedusha, one second, Hever, one second, one second. Yeah. So it's for, if it's forbidden to get enough from, how can we say it's going to be a valid marriage? Here we're dealing with beschar ha beschar haza One's dealing with where you're paying to move the affair. Or the Mayim. Now that you could take payment for. You not only take payment for the mitzvah lane, for the mitzvah itself. You could take payment for effort that it took to get the mitzvah done. And the other case is dealing with where you mamish took payment for the Avayda itself. You can't take payment for the Avayda itself. And over there, it's uh, over there. It's uh, forbidden to benefit. 
Dekonami dekoni yochog bimechatos ube efer poro vikatoni hosom lahazos ulekadesh ramino. You see, that's talking the difference and why it's not a contradiction. One's talking about the one's talking about the taking payment for the for the um, uh, for the um, getting ready for the mitzvah and the effort that it takes to, to start out in the mitzvah. I was referring to taking payment from the mitzvah itself. Givaldik mazel tov hadron lochish mekadesh. Hadron lochish mekadesh. Hadron alochish mekadesh. Mazel tov everybody who finished the Hilligah second parak of Mesachas Kedushin. We're going to hold it here for tonight. Beshem tomorrow night at uh, our original time. Hopefully we will pick up and begin the third parak as I get benched. And uh, may we only hear Besuras Taivas, Yeshua's for Kal Yisrael.